0: Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Thursday, June 4th. It's been a hectic few days, I know. It's been a hectic... Has it been a hectic... Is that what we call it? It's certainly been very depressing, very frustrating, very long first half of 2020. Gotta be better. Gotta be better, doesn't it, for the second half of 2020. Everything This the... Whole awful situation going on around our country right now. The divisiveness, the the pandemic, which is kind of almost kind of forget there's a pandemic going on now with everything. It's just been it's been a tough stretch. We just we hope and pray for better days ahead, better health, better safety, better freedoms, better understanding of one another. Better economics for everyone. Just a lot of things need to be better. So let's hope and pray that that is the case going forward. Um, We're here to talk some football. We're uh, going to get into the debris situation, the Vic Fangio situation. Some thoughts that I have on that, and we're going to get into some of the transactions and um, uh, of the day around the NFL. Answer a couple of questions, but want to remind you uh, about uh, 401k generation. The sponsors of this podcast that we bring to you each and every day. They are the experts in money management, investments, financial planning, you name it. They're they're here to help you with your financial health, with your financial growth, to get you on track to your financial goals, to make sure that you uh, get all the things that you are needed along those lines. They're licensed in all 50 states. It's one of the great things about them. Um, no pressure, no obligation. Give them a phone call. Give them a text. Tell them that you heard about them right here. You've got somebody that you work with, but you want to see what they're all about. You don't have somebody that you work with. You'd like to learn a little bit more about what it is that they do, how they could help you, how it might fit. Learn a little bit more. Have some questions. Um, get a good feel for them. Again, give them a call. Give them a text today at one 866 Five eight seven nine. Uh, also, a reminder, as we always like to do about LandryFootball.com, to get all the inside information in our notebooks every day, as well as getting all the roster breakdowns of film room analysis that we provide for you on a daily basis all year long at LandryFootball.com. We peel back the curtain and uh, tell you what it is that you need to know about the world of college football, the world of the NFL, from a viewpoint of a coach and a scout. Take advantage of our scouting season offer today. Um, less than $5 a month will get you access using that scouting season offer right there on the website. So the big news of the day yesterday was the comments made by Drew Brees and the back and forth, the certainly the vitriol, was a little bit surprising uh, how bad it was in New Orleans with the bleep Drew Brees, you know, contingent um, up on, uh, gosh, I don't know wood parts in New Orleans, if it was near the causeway or what have you, but it was certainly prevalent. Uh, he is beloved in New Orleans. He is revered in New Orleans. He's done an awful lot of not only being a great quarterback, but at a time – where he was the biggest face to leading the Saints, the leading the city of New Orleans out of Katrina and on to bigger and better things. He's you know kind of an iconic figure, will be a Hall of Famer, one of the very, very few that have come through the Saints organization. And I can't think of anybody that's more associated with their team than Drew Brees with the Saints. Yeah, he started with the Chargers. He will definitely end up with the Saints, finish with the Saints. Brady will not finish with the Patriots. Manning did not finish with the Colts. Brady will. Beloved, yes. Um, but it's a lesson to be learned, a few things to learn about what he said, maybe what he meant. Only no, he knows what he meant. Uh, We can't get into people's minds and hearts. But one thing that we can absolutely say is that he was speaking in terms of, if you look at his history, he's been a guy that's the exact opposite of somebody that you'd consider a racist. He's somebody that uh, has been very compassionate, very loving, and very helpful to all. Women, children, you know, you can't convince me because I know him well enough to know that it's just not true. It's the first thing. Two, though, he's talking with passion about what he believed in, and that is standing for the flag, acknowledging the flag, uh, showing respect to that. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there's everything right with that. What is not right, is to assume and to go so blindly into your way of this is what I believe, to totally disregard that other people were doing something such as kneeling during the anthem to make light of something not to do with the anthem or the flag, but everything to do with the problems of... Racial inequities, particularly as it relates to police brutality. And, of course, this came up four years ago with Colin Kaepernick kneeling. But isn't his cry at the time for the peace police brutality, which we had several situations that brought upon that, but we know there's been many, many more that have not been reported on or caught on tape. But we can go back to Rodney King. We can go back to a lot of things. Has it really gotten any better? Trying to bring the light to something that was as important. Maybe Colin Kaepernick could have done it a better way. I don't know. He did it his way. He had a right to do it. We don't have to agree with how he did it. But... To not recognize why he was doing it or why others are doing what they do is, beyond tone death, it is, I don't give a damn about anybody else's attitude. I don't think that was Drew Brees' intent, but in his desire to speak up for his grandparents who fought And want to support and revere and honor the flag. He forgot to put himself in somebody else's shoes. Some of who also had relatives that fought and served. But they don't get treated the same way. Have not been treated the same way. And have tried to bring that out. Maybe in a way. That's not as appealing to you. But nonetheless, something that Drew Brees, who was pristine image Drew Brees, has now taken a hit, which his teammates are going to forgive him. Most people will forgive him. No one's going to forget. Some people won't forgive him. And it just goes to show you that you can make decisions or make statements that may not truly reflect what you meant, but what you say matters. Words matter. And he did not say it in the right context. It's kind of like the people that say all lives matter. Well, all lives matter, of course, in and of itself is true. But in the context of what today is all about, it's never been an issue of white lives mattering. They do. It's understood. Black Lives Matter is a movement of something that's been a problem and been an issue. And to counteract Black Lives Matter with all lives matter, in and of itself, all lives matter, including black lives, to say it is not right. It is disrespectful. It is diminishing a motion afoot by certain groups to get out from under oppression and a lot of difficulty that they've had to face. Some of what a lot of us have not faced. Look, It is as simple as having a better understanding of presenting yourself, saying what you need to say, but recognizing that not everyone is going to see it the way you do. And to be in somebody else's shoes is important. So what does it really mean for Drew Brees? Listen, I I, I think that there'll be some that will say, may not... Some guys in that locker room may not ever respect Drew Brees as much. Some may go on to look at this as as eye-opening and maybe that Drew Brees maybe will do things that will prove them otherwise and will prove them to be even better than they thought. That's going to be individual and personal. On the football field, I, I don't think that's going to be as big of an issue. Guys will play, not everybody likes one another, but there's a job to do. I don't think it's going to be divisive in the locker room because I think it'll be handled in a way to prevent that from happening. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a source of problems. But it could be if you don't handle it right. Now, I think they're already off to the right um, foot to handle it. Drew Brees is profusely apologized. He, you know, again, I think maybe clearly stated that his comments did not reflect what's going on in today's world, but rather how he felt about the flight. And those things are, are understandable. But it is a lesson that we all must take. That whatever we say, we must be careful what we say, because Words do matter. Words hurt. And words may give, if you're not careful with your words, a false impression of what you truly mean. So sometimes we get in situations where it's difficult to answer a question the right way. I mean, how I would have done it, you know, people ask, oh, people will ask me, how, what would you have done if you are asked that? I would have said very simply the truth. I mean, certainly he wasn't asked about the situations of the day. He was asked about kneeling. Well, I, I would have said, "I am not kneeling. I'm standing up with my hand over my heart, because this is what I believe." And I would not want to protest anything that w- that during the course of the national anthem. That's me. But I understand other people's willingness to do it. And I do think it's important that we understand why they're doing it and maybe open our eyes to how maybe we can help. Maybe we don't want to kneel during the national anthem, but maybe we can do something else to further or help the cause of which they are trying to fight and trying to get tension for. I think that's a much better way to approach it. Now, it's easy. You you get put on a spot, you say that. Drew was passionate about how he believed, and he wasn't given enough thought to how somebody else felt. Now he does. And so we move on on that. Uh, latest news around the league, not many transactions uh, of the day. Um, the Panthers released Seth DeValve. Remember him? He was the Cleveland Browns fourth-round pick in 2016. Uh, he re- Carolina released uh, DeValve with an undisclosed non-football injury uh, only a few months into his um the contract is 27 years old, part-time player for the Jags uh, last year, 12 catches, 140 yards. Um, we'll see where he is or whether he can pass the physical. Uh, he certainly can sign somewhere else and will sign somewhere else this summer if he's able to do so. Checking in with the Titans. They are looking at different ways to um, spread out the workload, the running back. You know, the, the thought process and the, the discussion is that it's Derrick Henry's team, it's Derrick Henry's offense, it's about Derrick Henry running the football. All those things are certainly legitimate true. But one thing that I think needs to be looked at is he may be the guy and he's the bell Cow guy, but they understand the importance of the length of the season. They're important they understand the importance of a fresh back they certainly drafted a young guy in Darrington Evans that can be a power back. Maybe it takes a few carries, a way to keep him fresh. That's kind of the game plan as they go forward. Um, certainly having a change of pace. Certainly um, you know, having Derrick Henry as the feature guy is going to be key. But down the stretch, they want him healthy. They want him effective, and and that's what their plan is. They like the idea of more guys touching the ball for that reason, and I think having dual threats, impossible, a trifecta of threats at the running back position is really important. Uh, they're also looking on the defensive side at Harold Henry, Harold Landry snaps, no relation, and the fact that. They need to be scaled back a little bit after playing a little too much last year. Landry's on the field for 86% of the team snaps in 19, and he led all Titans, front seven defenders. Um, it's uncommon for a pass rusher to do that. Um, they want a better rotation, allow him to get a little bit more explosiveness into his game late in uh, games and season. And after, you know, he's already had 13.5 snacks, second-round pick. You know, such a productive player at Boston College. He had nine his second season sacks. And uh, Camille Correa, DeAndre Walker are going to see more playing time, and along with Vic Beasley. Can Vic Beasley resurrect his career in Tennessee? So that's kind of two things on both sides that I got from recent visits with them. Um, the Browns tell me, Alex Van Pelt tells me, that tight end David Njoku has been great during the offseason. Um Said positive things about Odell Beckham and Baker Mayfield. Been very good in their Zoom conferences. Um, Of course, they've added Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant, fourth round. So they've got some tight end weapons. Got some receiving weapons. They're excited about where things are going there. Uh, They haven't had much of an update lately on the whole off-the-field problems. Um, DeAndre Baker's attorney suggests that all charges against DeAndre will be dropped by the end of the week. Remember, Baker was charged with four counts of armed robbery and four counts of aggravated assault stemming from an incident at a party in Miramar, Florida. Um, His representative, his, his, his attorney, has insisted on Baker's innocence throughout the process, stating that the case against his client was complete garbage and was a victim of a shakedown. So we don't know what happened. But uh, if all charges are dropped, that will be what it will be. I'm sure the league will look and make some judgment uh, beyond that. But that's kind of how that is looking at this point. Spencer Pulley over the Giants. A little Giants talk here. Is in the lead to be the starting center for the G-Men. We're competing with Nick Gates and potentially John uh, Halapio for – The job there. Um, Offensive line's got to improve, no question. Uh, They did give Pulley a three-year contract. Curious to see how well he will play uh, this year. The 49ers, Trent Taylor's off uh, running routes, making cuts. They say things are doing really well with him. They're getting some work done with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, But he's excited doing his normal stuff. I'm curious to see if he can come back. His home is in the slot there's a path to playing time if he can stay healthy. Jalen Hurd, Kendrick Bourne, Dante Pettis also are participating in the throwing sessions with Garoppolo. Um, players are not expected to return to the team's facilities until the start of training camp, however, so that will continue. Um, Luke Keekley love football. Looks like maybe he wants to stick around the game, considering joining the Panthers front office as a pro scout, pro personnel scout. Stay in the office, not travel, but stay in the office and evaluate pro personnel. Uh, Dan Morgan did that, another former Panther, and he's worked his way nicely into the scouting profession. He's the current player personnel director for the Bills, obviously. Um, And uh, the Jets – And the Giants, we talked about the Jets not being interested, the Giants not being interested in Jadavion Clowney. It doesn't look like there's much interest in Jadavion Clowney for him. Don't know where that stands. Uh, The Browns have the best offer thus far. He's turned that down, still waiting for other options. We'll see how that plays out. Hey, uh, tomorrow I want to talk about, uh, got a question I want to get into, um, and we're going to get in to answer a couple of questions tomorrow, including something about the most explosive offenses in the league, Uh, And well as Richard from Tampa, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some things he's got on his plate. So we're going to get to that tomorrow. Reminder, flip on over to check out our college football show uh, as well as check with us tomorrow for Pac-12 football and beyond and the pro football show as well. Hey, be safe out there, everybody. Appreciate your attention and your thoughts today. Uh, We look forward to talking with you. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Check out 401K Generation. Give them a call. Uh, at one eight six six 998 They're licensed in all 50 states. So check with them today at 401 k generation And check out LandryFootball.com. Jump on board with our scouting season offer today. You've got a lot more information there, so check that out. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Be safe. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.